Welcome to Get the Balance Right, a podcast for creative rebels, freaks, misfits, and geeks tired of working for the man. If you want to monetize your talents through media creation and production, then this podcast is for you. Whether you're just starting out, have a side hustle, or want to take your business to the next level, this podcast will help you profit from your superpowers. I'm your host, Heather Zeitzwolf, longtime vegan, Gen Xer, cat mom, drag queen enthusiast, and collector of weird dolls and lunchboxes. By using my professional background in business, marketing, design, and finance, I will help you move from passion to profit. If you're ready to crush your fears, take action, and do things scrappy, then together, let's get the balance right. Oh my God, we made it to season three, episode 100. Woohoo! If this is the first time you're joining the podcast, well, welcome, welcome, welcome. And for those of you who've been listening in the past, thanks for coming back for season three. We're going to be doing some change ups. Each one of my seasons has been kind of different, they've all complemented each other. But for season three, we're going to do things a little bit differently. I want to embrace the fact that I am a weirdo and I want to have an audience full of creatives that are misfits, freaks, rebels, and geeks, just like myself. So I'm really leaning into that. And this season is all going to be about creativity and monetizing that. We're going to have some different formats of the show. There's going to be shows where I do on-air coaching. There's going to be interviews with experts and then interviews with creatives that are monetizing their superpowers. I'm so excited. In the last two months that I took off from the podcast, I've actually been working really hard interviewing a lot of people. So I've got so many great interviews coming up. Now, if you've listened to this show before, you may have noticed that in the intro, I'm no longer saying for female entrepreneurs. I want to make this clear that in season two, I really wanted to elevate the female voice because I felt like women were not being fully represented in podcasting. It's very male dominated. However, I don't want gender to be something that is excluding people from my podcast. I want my podcast to be very inclusive. So as long as you're a rebel, freak, misfit, or geek, keep on listening. And if you're a normal person, well, go ahead and listen anyways, and maybe some of this weirdness will rub off on you. Who wants to be normal anyhow? And although my episodes in the past were for quote-unquote female entrepreneurs, there's a lot of great information in there. So no matter your gender, please check them out if you haven't already. I've had some really great guests. We've had really great topics. Please check it out. This season is going to be more about leaning in on how I can help you grow as an entrepreneur and the things that you can learn so that you can monetize your superpowers. So I figure since we're going to be talking all about superpowers this season, I should at least start off and explain what I mean by profitable superpowers. Everyone loves superheroes. You hear about people talking about superpowers, but I came up with my own framework for this, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Creative misfits and how to profit from their superpowers. So what is a creative misfit? Well, I'm a creative misfit, and 
those of us who are creative misfits, we ooze with lots of talent. We got talent coming out of every fingertip. We have endless ideas. We're usually on the cutting edge. And we're also working on a lot of ideas at once. It's kind of like spinning plates. All these ideas can sometimes get in our way because what happens is we think about all these things that we want to do and we end up doing none of them because we want to do so many things. We start all these projects and then it's like the follow through is just not there. That is why a lot of times creatives are not profitable because they're doing just too many things. Also, creative misfits are not always profitable because this is really sad, but they oftentimes undervalue themselves. They don't want to put a worthy value on their creation. So as artists, creators, we're putting ourselves out there. So that already feels kind of scary. And then putting a price tag on it is even scarier. So creatives tend to undervalue themselves. Another issue I see with creative entrepreneurs is that their money seems to disappear. They make money and then it's gone. And they're like, I have money coming in, but I don't know what's going on because I don't know where it's all going. And by the end of the month, I don't have anything in my bank. Hmm. Okay, we'll address that this season as well. Creative misfits are oftentimes stressed out. We want to do so many things and we put these on ourselves and then we're like, wait a minute, I got to do this and I do this. And then before we know it, we're like trying to make money. We're doing side hustles and we just get totally stressed out because we are on that hamster wheel. And another area that I see creative misfits falling into is they don't always pay attention to their taxes. Now, I'm a CPA besides being a profit advisor, and I see this all the time where creatives are making stuff, they're making money, and they completely forget about the fact that they have to pay taxes on that money. So what happens is they go about their year, and then when it comes time to do taxes, they're like, wait, what? I got to pay tax on this? Wait, this doesn't sound right. Uh, No, why am I paying all these taxes? So This season, I'm also going to help you get out of that mindset as well. We want to make sure that you are paying attention to the taxes that you owe throughout the year so that you're not paying huge penalties for not keeping up on your taxes. Penalties can cut into your profitability and penalties are something you can completely avoid. But just to kind of let you know who I am, if this is the first time you're listening to this show, as I mentioned, I'm a profitability advisor. I'm also a CPA. So my services, I offer bookkeeping, tax, workshops, my group programs, and my one-on-one coaching. But I wasn't always an accountant. Yes, I am a creative person as well. And back in the 80s, I went to college to study fashion design. I was the goth kid, the weirdo, the one that when I went out into the world with my portfolio, They were like, uh, kid, you need to go down to the village and find a job, meaning like the village in New York. So I was this really passionate kid that was really wanted to like take the world by storm with my fashion. And I thought it was art and all of that. And I soon realized that the world is out there to kill your dreams. Well, I don't want that to happen to you. I don't want your dreams to be killed. 
I didn't know anything about entrepreneurship when I was younger. So that dream sort of went by the wayside. But I don't want that to happen to you. I am here to support you. When I was younger, I wanted to have a design company called Quasimodo. Now, Quasimodo is the hunchback of Notre Dame, and that was his name, but I spelled it differently. I wanted it to sound sort of Japanese, so I made a crazy spelling that was my own, not Japanese at all. I just wanted that flavor because I love Japanese design. And so it was Quasimodo, and it was apocalyptic wear. I didn't go out there and become an entrepreneur. Instead, when I was in New York, I got jobs at places that were, let's say, normal. They were normal places. I was designing normal clothes. I started off doing graphic design for NFL, NBA, those types of things on T-shirts. And then I did have another job at a place where we were doing things for, okay, I'm just going to admit it, Sears, JCPenney's, Victoria's Secret. There were all different types of catalog type work. I had told my mom when I was going to go to design school that I would never work for any place like JCPenney's or Sears. Now, those places have really gone belly up, but at the time, they were sort of the hallmarks of every shopping mall. But, you know, when I went out to the real world, I had to conform to the norms that they gave me. And this became kind of this soul-sucking thing for me because I wanted to be my own weird self. But when I went into the quote-unquote real world, the corporate world, I had to fit into their mold. Well, you are an entrepreneur. I am an entrepreneur. We don't have to fit into those molds. In fact, The world wants your weirdness. They want your creativity. They want you to be a misfit. And I want you to embrace that. So put that all aside. You thinking that you have to be normal. No, I want you to be authentic. And that authenticity is going to be part of your superpowers. So if you've listened to this podcast before, you may have heard me talk about one of my frameworks. I love frameworks. One of them is the money map. MAP is your guide, right? But in this situation, MAP is an acronym for Mindset, Assess, and Plan. For me, when I work with my clients, I feel like we first have to start off with mindset because so many creatives don't want to put a price tag on their work and they feel weird about it, as I mentioned earlier. So we got to work on mindset first. I'm not going to talk about money mindset on this particular episode, but if you want to go back to episode 58, it was a solo episode called Reframe Your Money Mindset to Make More Money in Your Business. So check that one out and I'll have a link in the show notes. Mindset, it's so important to get a hold of this because if you don't have the right mindset when you're an entrepreneur, you're going to let people step all over you. You're going to be disappointed. You're not going to try as hard issues with imposter syndrome, all of these things. So mindset, so important, but I'm not going to go into it today. So check out that other episode. So on my money map, so we got M is mindset, A is assess. So what do I mean by assess? Assess your situation. If you are an entrepreneur, you need to be looking at your numbers all the time. And I don't mean your bank balance. I mean like keep some books 
and look at them and not only the books, so that might scare you as an entrepreneur, but I want you to be able to know like what is profitable, what your profit margins are. And I'm not going to go into that on this particular episode, but if you want to go back and hear all about my ranting on being profitable, that was on episode 99. So the one right before this, the episode is called Stop Chasing Revenue and Focus on Profit. That's an important one. I also did another episode about planning. In this money map, the P is planning. To be profitable, you really need a plan. You don't want to be like flying by the seat of your pants. You want to map things out and really know what your goals are and how you're going to achieve these goals and how you're going to measure them. So that particular episode was episode 94. Stop winging it with your numbers. You need a plan. So go check that one out. Okay, so money map. So we got that. We got the mindset. We got the assess. And we got the plan. So like I said, I've talked about all those things on prior shows, so I'm not going to go into them today. I just want you to know as a new listener or you haven't heard those episodes that those are really important topics to understand as we move into making your superpowers profitable. When it comes to your money and your profiting superpowers, there are different ways that you can make money through various revenue streams. So revenue streams can be passive, non-passive. They could be things like memberships, royalties, programs, online courses, one-to-many type, like a group program. Could be hourly, although I would not recommend that because I would love for you to make money based on your value. You can make money through different offerings such as manufacturing, retail, wholesale. So there's many different ways to make money. So we want to make sure that if we are tapping into unlocking your profitable superpowers, that we are aligning your talents with the right audience, with the right offer. I want to explain to you my profitable superpower framework. This will give you a better idea of what in the world we're talking about. So. Imagine a Venn diagram. I love those. Three circles, you know, they meet in the center. There's that juicy center. So imagine three different spheres. One is your audience pain point. The other is your passion and purpose. And the third one is your experience, talents, and skills. So I want you to think about those three things and the way that if they were to overlap, what that would be. So that juicy center where all three of these things overlap is your profiting superpowers. This is the dynamic trifecta that differentiates you from everybody else. This is why being authentic is so important because this convergence, nobody else can deliver but you. This is exciting stuff. I will have a link to my image in the show notes. So please go and look at that. But for right now, I'm just going to have you visualize in your head. So we have the circles. So we've got your audience pain point circle, and that's going to overlap with your experience, talents, and skills. And where those two converge, that is your ability to problem solve for that audience. 
Mm-hmm. Now, where your experience, talents, and skills overlaps with your passion and purpose, that, my friend, is your zone of genius. All right. Then your passion and purpose, where that overlaps with your audience's pain point, that, my friend, is your life's purpose. This is juicy, juicy stuff. I'm loving my framework. So where those all converge, that powerful trifecta, that is what differentiates you from everybody else. When you think about those things, your ability to problem solve, your zone of genius, and your life's purpose, this is where you can maximize profitability. But you got to harness that energy. You got to unlock it. It's got to be done correctly. Otherwise, you're just going to be in your head with a bunch of ideas running around on that hamster wheel. So we got to rein it all in. Okay, so how do we harness this great energy? Okay, well, what I want you to do is take out a notebook and somewhere that you can take some notes. And what I would love for you to do is do some brainstorming. Do you guys like to brainstorm? Oh my God, I love to brainstorm. This is like where your creativity like really comes into play. And so we're gonna do some brainstorming today. And you can do it while you're listening to this podcast. You can put it on pause or you can do it later. And be sure to get my downloadable PDF that will help you work on this framework for your passion and purpose. I want you to brainstorm a list of things that you are passionate about. You can get as hyper-specific about whatever it is that you're passionate about. I don't want you to analyze it. I want you to just write down whatever comes to mind. So if you want to pause this and go do that, that's great. If you want to come back later and listen to this again, but that's what you want to do, okay? So that's the first activity. Then the next one is to brainstorm all the things that you're talented at or have experience with. So on a piece of paper or however you want to brainstorm, Sticky notes, whatever. I want you just to brainstorm your experience, talents, and skills. And But I don't want you to worry about whether you've had a professional background or something or if you have any talents or skills around it, write it down. Like for me, I'm not a professional vegan chef, but I have a lot of experience with it and it's one of my passions. So write it down. All right, pause if you want to. Then the next part is your audience's pain point. Okay, so this is where, you know, you've heard the, the term, the riches are in the niches. This is where this is going to come in. I want you to brainstorm the type of niches that you'd be interested in serving. So get super, super specific. Like think about not only the demographics, but like their traits, things like what shows they watch. Think of this as like the avatar. Get specific, really trying to figure out what niches that you want to serve. So for instance, if you would like to work with vegans, then put that down. If you would prefer to work with food carts, for instance, put that down as your niche. Get as deep as you can go. Just brainstorm. I don't want you to think about it. I don't want you to be like, hmm, I wonder if that would be a good niche. Just write it down. If it comes to your mind, just write it down. This is what brainstorming is all about. I never want you to second guess what you put down when you're brainstorming. This is just your mind is going wild. I don't want you to censor yourself at all. What's so cool about brainstorming? It triggers other ideas. And you write down one idea, that might not be the greatest idea, but guess what? That might trigger something else. So always be very open-minded when you brainstorm. Okay, so now we've talked about the riches and the niches. 
So now the next point is to figure out what are their pain points. Now, this is what's going to allow that trifecta to be so profitable. So thinking about those niches, think about what kind of pain points that they have. Emotional pain points, physical, financial. If they're entrepreneurs, are their pain points centered around processes, productivity, maybe accountability? There's many things to think about. I just want you to just do a laundry list of things. So if you've thought about your niche, now if you've got several niches written down, think of all the pain points they all may have. So this is probably going to take you a lot of time in the brainstorming process because there's so many different things to think about. I don't want you to think about, hmm, could I solve that pain point for them? No, just write it all down. The next thing I want you to brainstorm is what qualities do you possess? Now, this is aligning that zone of genius with your life's purpose, with your ability to problem solve. So those three things, I call them your lightning bolts. These are the qualities that you possess that could be both positive or negative, depending on the circumstances. So like, are you an early riser? Are you kind of lazy? Are you not able to make deadlines? Are you super great at customer service? Do you love being on the phone? Do you hate social media? Like all these different qualities that you might possess, write them down. Now, this is definitely going to take you a while, but I just want you to brainstorm, brainstorm, brainstorm. And maybe you've got a big giant whiteboard that you can write this on or whatever. Just brainstorm like crazy. Write it all down. Okay, so then the next thing is to figure out where all these things converge. One note about this brainstorming is, here's where you might want to bring out some sticky notes. So I want you to go through all of your brainstorms and look at things that are in each category, your passion and purpose, your experience and skills and talents, and then your audience's pain points, and then what qualities you possess. I want you to start seeing if there's a correlation between these. If there's ones that you're super jazzed about, put them on a sticky note. Have each one of these as a color-coded sticky. Maybe pink is your passion. Maybe green is your experience and talents. Maybe blue is your audience's pain point. And then the qualities you have is another color. And then the pain points is another color. And the qualities that you possess are another color. If you don't have those, put A, B, and C, D or something like that. But anyways, then looking at all of these things, I want you to start lining things up. For instance, maybe you love to teach and that's one of your qualities that you love to teach. And then you realize that your audience's pain point is they need to learn about Salesforce. And one of your experiences is Salesforce. And one of your passions is building courses. Okay, so that in itself would be a profitable superpower. You've aligned all these things up at once. So hopefully that makes sense. So you want to understand how all these things align. Think about how do your current offers align? Hmm, are you actually operating outside of your profiting superpowers? Hmm, so start to look at all of your offers. Do they solve the same customer problem? Are you working with the same target? Are you working with different pain points? That sort of thing. So this is where all these are going to align. And then I want you to compare what you're doing right now 
compared to what you could be doing. Mm. Okay. If you want to step into your profiting superpowers, you really need to have a plan. So it's great to have all these ideas. You're like, oh, I found my zone of genius. I found my profiting superpowers. But now you need a plan to unleash this. So this season, we are going to be learning all about the ways to unlock and utilize your profitable superpowers. So do this exercise, get it all ready. And hey, if you want to share it with me, I would love to see it. Tag me on social media. I want to see your progress. And let's just start digging into this stuff. So this is going to be like your first homework assignment. I want you to do this. And just to let you know, through my workshops, my group programs, and my one-on-one coaching, I work on helping you tap in, unlock your profitable superpowers. So if this is something that you would like to dig in with me, please contact me. I would love to set up a discovery call with you and see how I can help you unlock your profitable superpowers. But this season, like I said, we're going to be going into all of that. But if you want to unleash your profitable superpowers more quickly, please contact me and set up a discovery call today. All right, guys, this is so exciting. Thank you so much for joining me in season three. And like I said, we're going to be doing some different things this season. There's definitely going to be more solo episodes. There's going to be online coaching calls. So you get to see how I coach people and can see what it's like to work with me. Then we're going to be talking to all kinds of creatives and experts, getting all kinds of feedback and understanding how other creatives are making money through their profiting superpowers. So thank you so much for tuning in and join us next week as we dive into another new subject on the Get the Balance Right podcast.